0: Good morning everybody, you're tuning in to the news at Morning Mixtape. It is Friday, November 3rd and I'm your host Sharanki Kalaintharasa reporting for Met Radio 1280 AM in Toronto. And here are our top stories from today. Ontario deficit increased by $4 billion, but there is very little information to tackle affordability. Taylor Swift to be at the Eras tour at Vancouver for three days. A Peel police officer faces charges after a distressed male was sent to the hospital. And then we will hear Samina Sultana with her segment, Turn the Page so let's get into it the ontario deficit increased by 4 billion dollars but there is very little information to tackle affordability the ford government released their fall economic statement where they discussed many predictions for the ontario government the province of ontario Worked out the budget, but just a few months later, they have come up with a statement that predicted the 2023 to 2024 deficit to be around $5.6 billion. This is predicted to become $5.3 billion in the years of 2024 to 2025. According to CP24, inflation rates in Ontario as well as interest rates are what are impacting the way people perceive the economy of the province. In fact, the replenishment of the contingency fund is the primary cause of the revenues decrease and and the expenses increase. However, there are plans for the launch of the Ontario's infrastructure bank, which encourages institutions to participate in investing for infrastructure. One of the aims of the project is to allow public sectors and the Indigenous community to start large-scale projects with regard to infrastructure. That being said, according to CP24, the province will invest $3 billion in the Infrastructure Bank. However, the concept of helping Ontario residents tackle the issue of affordability is not mentioned much in the document. Quote: The word affordability does not appear once in the 158-page document, says an article from City TV News. In fact, there have not been any news plans to make new plans to make the lives of Ontario citizens affordable other than to cut the gas prices that were announced last summer. For our second headline, Taylor Swift is to be at the Eras tour in Vancouver for three days. Taylor Swift, the American singer and songwriter whose tickets to the Toronto concert sold out in minutes has now announced that she will be touring in Vancouver for three additional days. Swift announced the dates as the 6th, 7th, and 8th of December. BC Place, which has over 54,000 seats, according to CBC News, are predicted to be filled up each of the three nights. Official ticket registration is on Ticketmaster, and fans can register until November 4th at 5 p.m. However, Ticketmaster will not guarantee that all registers will get a ticket. And for our last headline, a Peel police officer faces charges after a distressed male was sent to the hospital. Constable Trevor Lau faces charges after an interaction between himself and a 34-year-old man in Brampton, Ontario on February 8th of this year. This interaction led to the man being sent to the hospital. According to CBC News, Lau faces one count of body harm assault and another of assault with a weapon. No further details were provided by the SIU. However, Lau is expected to appear in court on November 30th of this year for a trial. That was it for the news, but now let's take a look at the weather in Toronto for the rest of the week. So, as of today, the temperatures are at an average of 12 degrees Celsius with a precipitation rate at an average of 10%, humidity rates at 61%, and winds expected to be at 34 kilometers per hour. However, the temperature feels like 7 degrees. Tomorrow, temperatures are going down to 9 degrees Celsius. However, the sun is expected to make an appearance. Precipitation rates will be at 20%, the humidity rates at 76%, and the winds at 10 kilometers per hour. Well, that was it from me today, but now I'll leave you with Samina Sultana with her segment, Turn the Page.
1: Hello listeners, welcome to Turn the Page. My name is Samina. Each week I'm going to make a book recommendation and I hope it gets you turning the pages. As with every new beginning, we must always remember the ending. Think about the people, the circumstances, and how to move forward. Everyone's favorite four octogenarians are back. Fresh off another salt case, we meet the Thursday Murder Club celebrating Christmas. They toast to no murders next year. As you can probably guess, this doesn't last long. At the beginning of the year, they received news that one of their new friends, someone who just helped them solve the case, was murdered over the holidays. Stephen's friend, antiques dealer Kaldish Sharma has just been murdered. He was shot in his car in a clandestine location and his shop was ransacked. Clearly someone was looking for something, but they didn't find it. That something turns out to be a box with $10,000 worth of cocaine. Elizabeth, Joyce, Ron, and Abraham decide to solve this murder. Although there are quite a few changes this year, the Thursday Murder Club are at odds with detectives Donna and Chris who decide not to share information this time. It turns out that Donna and Chris have been taken off the case and the feds have taken over their offices, with Chris being kicked out of his. The title of the book is The Last Devil to Die. The author is Richard Osman. This is the fourth book in the record-breaking Thursday Murder Club series from television presenter and producer Richard Osman. Each book following the first has been better than the last, and this one is no different. Originally slated to be the final book in the series, Richard writes that this isn't the end, only the end for now. Elizabeth Joyce, Ron, and Ibrahim get help from a variety of sources to solve this case. Abraham is still meeting weekly with Connie Johnson, which proves to be useful. It leads to a stakeout of other drug dealers and interactions with mob bosses. Once again, the foursome attract trouble with the mysterious motorcycle driver following them. This time around, Elizabeth takes a step back as Stephen's dementia gets worse. This leads Joyce to take on more of a leadership role and channel her inner Elizabeth to solve the case. For fans of the previous books, you'll absolutely enjoy this one. It is another well-written mystery. The characters you know and love are well-developed, we learn a little more about them, and we get a few memorable new ones. And the plot is not something that you'll see coming. This is also one of the more emotional books, as we deal with the loss of a beloved character. If you find there's a book you want to read immediately, check with your local library and don't forget to check Overdrive for a digital copy. You can also check your local independent bookstore. If you enjoyed this book and want to share your thoughts or make a recommendation, please find us on Instagram at metradio. Thank you for listening. Happy reading.
0: With this, let's wrap up our news for this morning. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I will be back with a special episode which will be live at the station next Friday with some more exciting news at Morning Mixtape. But until then, tune in tomorrow for more. It is Met Radio 1280 AM in Toronto. I'm Sharanki Kalaintharasa. Thanks for listening.